right, Forbidden Cinephiles, welcome back. We think we have our audio <laughs> things figured out. We do have a block party apparently happening uh, across the street, so just heads up. Sorry about that. But Right, uh, apparently we weren't invited, and oh, yeah, we're really antisocial, and it seems like it's getting louder, so maybe it's a parade. I don't know. <laughs> so... What do you have, babe? Anything that you want to talk about that we just completely skipped over? Or do you want to get straight into questions on the hand that rocks the cradle? I don't think there's anything that we skipped over. Let's go ahead and get questions. I've got a couple little fun facts, and I'll kind of weave them in as it is appropriate. Okay, so I think the first thing we said was we wanted to look at movies released around this time. Yes. So I looked at about the three months before, the three months after, just to see what was on the radar. Um, October of 1991... Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> I say that because I knew several people that was in that movie. Yeah, several people that were child actors. That's the only thing they ever did. They were student uh, classmates of huh, mine in, in elementary school. That's, so, How did that come to be? Like, where was it shot? I believe it was shot just right down the road. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, he lived around here, and most of his movies were shot around here. I think Ernest Goes to Camp was shot just right down the road, too. Like at the Boy Scout camp or? Not at the Boy Scout camp, but at a, and not at the abandoned Girl Scout camp. That I grew up. <laughs> not in your backyard. Apparently there's just a lot of camps around here. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is the South. Yes. Yes. Uh, so November we have Highlander 2, The Quickening. Oh man. Uh, the People Under the Stairs. Maybe I, I did say that I had some sort of compabulation about this in stairs. Maybe yeah, there did, was, there was something ad wise that I put together. And then. Blowing it out of the park, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I mean, that was what we were doing, was going to see Beauty and the Beast. I didn't see that one in the theater. Oh, man. We I had the soundtrack, but I didn't see it in the theater. So good, so good. I felt like that run of Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, A Little Mermaid, were just like boom, 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 powerhouses. Yeah, it really, really hit. Uh, Cape Fear, mm. The Addams Family. Okay. An American Tale, Fievel Goes West, and My Girl. Oh, wow. Okay, some powerful ones. When was the last time you saw six movies that came out in a month? Oh, when was the last time I saw six movies in a year? <laughs> I mean, let's be real, but we I mean, we used to go to the movies all the time. And so probably saw My Girl in the theater, I think. If I Will Goes West, we would have seen. Oh, not... My Girl in the theater. Come on. Like, warning, uh, warning, warning. Come on, people. Like, that. they did not sell us the movie we got. No, but that's the way the kids' movies were. I mean, and that's even when kids' books were. Like, any, all the books we were, we were assigned to Oh, yeah, they gave read. me Bridge to Terabithia because exactly. I liked the Bridge Chronicles of Narnia. Like, just cry and cry. Uh, I know oh, where the red fern grows. Oh, my good. Uh, I bawled for an entire night. I've read it multiple times. I just cried earlier and earlier because <laughs> I, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> just, no, I hate that book. I mean, I, I remember it vividly. It, it's maybe the first, you know, young adult adult mm -hmm. novel I ever read. I remember it vividly, but I hate it with a fiery passion. I mean, I think everything that we were assigned to read and movies that were, I guess, young adult, most of them were designed to... Just pull some sort of like strange emotional response. Okay, guess what? Childhood's over. You're gonna die. It, you know, that's dun, pretty dun, much. Dun. Your friends are gonna die. Look to the right. Look to the left. Like it's like some sort of. <laughs> <laughs> like one of you's not making out alive this week. Like this that, or definitely one of you's going to hell. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's like we're about to start squid gaming in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, December at play in the field of the Lord. I'd never heard of this. Film, I've never heard of except that. Except. As we discussed in our 1992 deep dive of uh, Playboy Sex and Cinema, 
this was in there. Okay. Um, apparently, Tom Berenger is full on schlong out. Like, if you ever wanted to see Tom Berenger no. swinging in the wind, uh, that's that's the film to see. Okay, good noted. But no, <laughs> I think it's also got Daryl Hannah. It's a movie about missionaries and some tribal somewhere. So okay, uh, we've got Star Trek Six, which hot take the best Star Trek film of all time. Which one is that? That's the one with the Klingon moon exploding and the prison and the murder mystery. It's really a small movie all said and done. I'm not sure. I'm sure I've seen it. We watch those. I mean, there's a legendary event in in my household where uh, we all sat down to watch The Wrath of Khan and we really became The Wrath of Mom um, because we weren't paying attention. And this is like pre-cell phones and pre-whatever. We were just preoccupied and just like weren't into it. And she really wanted to have a family fun night. So we've got Critters 3, You Are What They Eat. Ew. Which Critters 2 is a classic. Critters 3, eh, not so much. I mean, I remember Critters, but okay. This is a complete aside. Leonardo DiCaprio might be in Critters 3. And Clitters Three. Clitters Three. Oh jeez. <laughs> am I gonna have to am I gonna have to Google Clitters Three? No. With... No, no, no. Your your search history is new. <laughs> it's already a mess. Irreparable. Irreparable at that point. Okay, this is completely side whatever. So like talking to my mom and talking about I guess they're revisiting a lot of old VHSs, oh, which man. I was like, pause, pause, pause. I want I went in on that. Um, and she said they watched Tremors for the first time. I was like, that's impossible. You did not watch Tremors for the first time. We used to watch Tremors all the time. Maybe the first time they got through it without shutting it off because of so many GDs. <laughs> I don't know. But like, I feel like dad talked about Reba and, you know, dad from Family Ties all the time. Um, that was always a thing. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's the first time she remembers watching it. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm call I'm, I'm I'm calling an audible on that. She had a teenage daughter and a child daughter for like 20 years. That's so true. there's probably a lot of things that are blocked out there. True. Uh, Hook. A uh, Hook. Now I'd love Hook. Hook was still in the theaters when Hand That Rocks the Cradle came out. Okay. We would have been seeing Hook for sure. Yeah. Bugsy, The Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout was a big forbidden one at my house. Um, okay. That was one of the slumber party people wanted to watch and had to call huh. them home and no. <laughs> so, it doesn't seem like a slumber party movie, but... We, it's an action film. You okay. Know, it, okay. Uh, we can look into it. Father of the Bride. Oh, Father of the Bride. I mean, we quote Father of the Bride. I could call right now and we could have a Father of the Bride moment with any of my sisters or my dad. JFK and Fried Green Tomatoes. Fried Green Tomatoes, huge too. Yeah. I've got uh, January of 92. Not as many. January, a bit of a drought here. Uh, we did have the same day as this, Cuffs with Christian Slater. I don't know that. Which I, I definitely remember being one that like, seemed a little too sexy to ask my parents i think he's a private <laughs> investigator and there's probably a femme fatale and uh free jack which was one that i really wanted to see emilio estevez goes to the future and i think uh, mick jagger is the bad guy okay and i think they did that one on how did this get made i think it's actually trash but <laughs> it, it I, really i wanted I to feel see like it. there's a couple of movies that like have jack in the title that i'm kind of putting all together and speaking of um, how did this get made, a movie I would have never heard of had it not been for that, A Gnome Named Norm. Oh, but they just did that one. I know, I know. They just referenced it, I think, their last episode, too, because they were talking about, um, like, like the Winston, um, you know, creature shop and stuff, which is kind of a heyday, and that being kind of one of those those things of just kind of, like, gross stuff. Because they did... <laughs> what were they, oh, they were doing... 
Dream Dreamcatcher, maybe? Okay, okay. Maybe that was what they were talking about. I'm not sure. Boy, that was a. I haven't seen that movie, but I've heard. I it's have seen wild. that movie. I don't know why. I don't know. I had to have seen it at someone's house for some reason. But I have seen all of that movie, and it is gross. Like it just. I mean, I. I do remember really enjoying. Um, you know that. I mean, Stephen King always has a song. You know. Of course. Of and course. it's "Blue Bayou" okay. by Roy Orbison, which is really nice. But other than that, it's gross. Yeah. And it has a it has weird. Donnie Wahlberg, right? Yeah, playing a real weird, problematic kind of character uh, too. Okay. Um, I don't know what it is about Donnie Wahlberg needing to like lose a ton of weight and looking like emaciated weirdo to put together. That's how you act. I, He's going to the Christian Bale school of acting. I, yeah, I guess so. It's true. So we have um, February. This is the next month. We have Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but it looks... Oh, it is. I loved it when I was It's a still Getty, right? Yes, and, and, uh, and Sylvester Stallone. Right. Uh, when I was 11, it was great. I've since heard that it's trash, but I don't care. It was great. She's washing his gun in the dishwasher <laughs> and just all sorts of good stuff. Medicine Man. Okay. Which I know as one of like the four VHSs that my grandparents had at their house. Is... Sean Connery. Sean Connery, okay, yeah. yeah. And he's discovered the cure for cancer, but he can't replicate it. And they end up finding at the very last second that it's the bugs in the flower, not the flower itself. And then the rainforest gets deforested by poachers or ranchers or loggers or or something. Right, so it's really an environmentalist movie. Exactly, exactly. That seems like right of the time, 92. So Radio Flyer, which wasn't fun at all. I don't think I watched that. It's just a movie about abused kids who des- decide they can fly away on a on a wagon and can't. So, oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, uh, memoirs of the Invisible Man. Oh right, one okay. of my favorites. I feel like that was when we got assigned because every and then everybody thought it was the Invisible Man. <laughs> like I really feel like that was a thing. They were thought they were reading like you know. <laughs> no, memoirs of the Invisible Man is Chevy Chase, I think. Oh, that oh is that okay? Okay, well there were some. There's some. There's book. Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Okay, that's about being a communist. And, yeah, and that's being, what I'm. That's what I'm thinking and of. Being, I'm invisible not because I can't be seen, but because no one sees me, and I collect lights. And, right, right, right. I've been assured, and I've I've read some of it recently. I've been assured it's actually a pretty great book. Might be something to to revisit. Yeah. It's something that I read in one night. Because I did, I think you're getting this story from me, because I did read the H.G. Uh, Wells Invisible Man <laughs> to prepare for our summer reading list and get back and there's going to be a test on Invisible Man. <laughs> like, oh, whoops. Not the whoops. right thing. Yeah. So I Okay, Memoirs, I, I have not seen it. I have seen previews for it. Things where he's chewing clips. the gum. Yeah, I just saw the little... All, all smoking the, a cigarette. Basically, it's and, like, what can we do in special effects? Is exactly. it kind of what that movie feels like. So we have March. Shakes the Clown. Shakes. I remember this movie so vividly I've... from the box art on the shelf at the independent video store before Blockbuster. And I just remember seeing it and thinking, this is a bad movie. Like, not bad, like, it is a not, you know, a, a not artistically whatever merited movie. But, like, this is a dirty movie that I am not allowed to see. Oh, yeah. I'm looking. Okay, we're looking at it right now. It's First, it's Bobcat Goldwaite. Written, directed, <laughs> and starring Bobcat Goldwaite. And Julie Brown. Uh-huh. 
and pretty much she he's standing he's got a halo that's drawn on weirdly but she's in between his legs and it's just pretty much a wig and boobs also pretty much features what you see. paul dooley okay robin williams oh wow kathy griffin and florence henderson Okay, so it's pretty much just like a comedian movie. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's just Bobcat, Goldthwaites, his Vehicle. Wayne's World or, or, or whatever. Okay. So we have Blame It on the Bellboy. I remember that, but don't remember that. I mean, I know it was a thing. I think that's Bronson Pinchot is the bellboy. Yes, okay, okay. And, I do remember yeah. that. Um, that was a movie that was turned off at a friend's house. Oh. Yeah. By like by a parent. By a parent, yes, yes. We have Lawnmower Man, covered on How Did This Get Made, and one of my, I don't know, I haven't seen it in twenty years, but I remember it being one of the smartest sci-fi movies of all time. Maybe it's not. Uh, what Lawnmower Man? Yeah, they seem to think it's not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it being very intelligent. Okay. And it ends on a real bummer too. It ends on him basically taking over the world. So, uh, so as most of those alert, do, most of those do. American Me. I don't know that. My cousin Vinny. Ah, uh, I didn't see that until much later. I feel actually now that I think about that, that probably was on the list. Oh because- yeah, absolutely. That was when, when my parents, my dad told me about. It. He saw it, and he he and my mom saw it. They thought it. He thought it was hilarious. She didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that tracks. That tracks. I, yeah, I feel like, and I also remember. I remember watching the Academy Awards with Marissa Tomei winning mm-hmm. the award because we always watch the Oscars. That that was a, a big thing. My. There's somewhere, there's a book on a shelf, probably, that has some notebook paper in it where my dad would write down everyone who won the major awards. Oh, man, that that would be fun to get a hold of. Yeah, so, I mean, that that was that was the thing. Like, we would watch it, and he would write it down, and that was just something that was important to him. So we also have Basic Instinct. Aha, uh-huh. So, yes. you know, bringing it full forbidden circle mm-hmm. here. Uh, noise is off. Okay. It's maybe not the most well-remembered movie of all time, but um, it does, I believe it's Denim Elliott's last role. Okay. He was sick and dying and drunk and, and it's kind of sad, but he's he's delightful in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's one of my favorite plays. So I think until the play that goes wrong, which just takes oh noises gosh. off and just takes it to another level. If you have a chance, go see it if it's touring in your area. If not, watch the show that goes wrong, I believe on Netflix, maybe it's Amazon Prime, but you'll get an idea of what the play is like, but it's so much it's better. It's so live. amazing live. I mean, I don't think I've never laughed that hard in a production of anything. And so then we have released on the same day, The Cutting Edge, Ladybugs uh, and White Men Can't Jump. Oh wow. So that I mean that's that's a story right there. I mean Cutting Edge, how I don't know how many times we've said Topic in my life um so many we watch that all the time that was definitely a go-to um ladybugs no that could have been on the list not not like actively because it's not something i think i would have wanted to see but i could see rodney dangerfield kind of being a no yeah rodney dangerfield being a no people dressing as other sex could end up with some True. locker room or some some humor that maybe wouldn't Questionable, uh, go yeah. with. I think I remember nuns on the run being heavily <laughs> forbidden. Uh, Hey, featuring a very younger Hagrid, you know. Oh, it's true. That's true. Um, then White Man Can't Jump. I remember, you know, Woody Harrelson being in that um, and being interested in it. 
but it was rated R. So yeah. that just was that what that was. Did I say Wayne's World in February? You did not. I did no. not. Wayne's World in February. That's huge. I'm almost certain I said on this podcast that I remember going to see Wayne's World and seeing the huge banner in the hallway of the theater of The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. And I just had this vivid memory of that. And apparently it tracks looking at the looking at the time frame of releases. Congrats. Congrats. Your memory is still holding. <laughs> so I was going to stop at three months, but I got to April and Rock-A-Doodle. Okay. So, you know, not the best movie, but I love Don Bluth. Mm-hmm. I, I would put earlier Don Bluth against the Disney of the time. The late 80s, early 90s, I think Don Bluth wins against Disney until Beauty and the Beast. But I really struggled with All Dogs Go to Heaven. I don't remember why, but I remember like having, we watched it a lot, but I remember having issues with it, it even as dark, a kid. It's dark, it's grown up, yeah. it's, it's kind of scary, it, yeah. I mean, but Anastasia, I'm not, well, actually I'm not sure if that's Don Bluth, but it's not Disney, um, or it wasn't Disney I just I don't know I think I think of the secret of Nim mm-hmm. and and that era of Don Bluth. Right. Uh, uh, did Don Bluth do the time the, for do God? The, do the five old movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. American Tale. I, I think of that as they just seemed maybe a little more. Gro- I felt like maybe I was punching above my level watching yeah. them, and yeah. So uh, we have Beethoven. Okay. Like the dog movie. Yeah, I've seen that. And then we had the reason I went to April Straight Talk with Saint Dolly. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. I don't care. It's got Dolly. It's got Dolly, so we have to go another month. I mean, okay, fair <laughs> it's enough. Just, it is fair what enough. it is. And then Newsies, Fern Gully. Oh, the Fern player, Gully. Sleepwalkers, and The Babe. So Fern Gully, Newsies came out seven days from each other. Oh, wow. You would think I have seen Newsies extensively, and I have not. I don't think it was available to watch for a long time. Maybe. I, I think mean, it might be one of those that didn't maybe make the digital transition, kind of Ed Wood-esque, where it really But it's, kind of it's a musical, and it's got Christian Bale, and those are both like boxes for me at that time, um, because I've loved Christian Bale since him as uh, Jim in, in um, Treasure Island with Charlton Heston. <laughs> we <laughs> had that tape. That. Oh, we I had that, that tape. so much. Yeah. I just found going through my parents' attic my copy of Treasure Island that I've been looking for for years. So my my holy grail of books, and it, it's on my shelf. I'm looking at it right now. That's great. Missy Mom. Sorry. No, that's good. That's good. But Fern Gully, we watched Fern Gully so much. I mean, we knew that movie um, – Jason Mizukis, T to B, top to bottom. <laughs> and we would sing it and quote it. And I mean, honestly, when Avatar came out, I'm like, really? I've already seen this. <laughs> I mean, with Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Like, Avatar with Robin Williams. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's you, that's better. Of course. Of course. I, I think the South Park joke did it the best where they made, uh, what, Dances with Smurfs? Like Dances with Wolves with Smurfs. <laughs> right. and like, like, it's the greatest thing ever. Like, I'm going to make this, like, how we're going to make this into the biggest movie of all time. And they come out of, like, Avatar, like, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they're way smarter than they have any right to be. Right. So I went into May just because and Poison Ivy and Wild Orchid came out on the same day. Hmm. Both movies I remember being... Far too sexy to uh, go near. There might be a poison ivy or a wild orchid at some. Yeah, moment. we'll look at those. Um, then Lethal Weapon three the next week. Okay, fine. The next week, Alien three, 
Encino Man, and Far and Away. Oh, Far and Away. Far and Away. I played the, the song from Far and Away in Marching Band. Was the first movie I went to with a boy. Oh, wow. It was in fifth grade. Like, my parents dropped us off. It was, like, me and my fifth grade boyfriend. Is that a thing? And not really. And another couple. Um, and, yeah, I remember that... My first kiss happened in Far and Away. Oh, it's man. very possible that my first kiss was during Far and Away. When we bought our house, <laughs> we had we moved from a crappy ghetto apartment with our crappy ghetto furniture. It looked fine. We only had like four light bulbs in our entire apartment. And so it was dark. Everything looked fine. We get it into this beautiful home that we have and everything is just garbage. And so... We have very little stuff. I do have a lawn chair up on our up on our patio, and I think Jenny went out to to pick up some groceries or something, just so we'd have something to eat for the, our first night here. And I pick up one of the stakes that has our property boundaries on it, hold it high in the air, and say, "This line is mine," <laughs> and stab it into the ground. <laughs> that happened. I don't know if I've shared that with any living human being until this moment. <laughs> it was such a private moment. But I definitely had a far and away <laughs> claiming of my plot. <laughs> uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. I love it. But that's, I mean, Encino Man, Far and Away, and Alien 3, three of my favorite movie, probably top 40 movies of all time, came out on the same day. That's crazy. That nuts. I mean, just think of like prolifically, like how many movies were coming out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we just don't pay enough attention anymore, but it seems like it's mostly garbage now. It does feel that way, but you know. All right, and rounding out May, Sister Act. Ah, uh-huh. love Sister Act too. We definitely, definitely went and saw that in the theater. So print from '92. Okay. Uh, so we've already done the Playboy from that year. So nothing, nothing much really to say there. Uh, really, 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 really digging through the Observer Reporter. Doesn't look like Terry Hazlitt's doing movies at this time. I think he's moved on. I think he's the editor in chief of the paper now. So uh, we do have Cradle Chills and Thrills by Michael Price. Ooh. It looks like most of their movies are, they're also, they're doing um, uh, Roger Ebert. It, mm-hmm. it, they're just printing other people's columns. It doesn't look like they have their in-house okay. movie editorials They're doing their, um, what is that called? Syndication. Yeah. But they do have a villain to reckon with. Peyton Flanders relishes every small step in her campaign as she escalates from ruining the Bartels, the newborn Bartels appetite. Ruining the appetite. That's a that's a small thing to say for what she is doing. That's weird. But also, too, I, I noticed this when I was looking at some stuff, too, that I've forgotten her last name was Flanders. It's so terrible. <laughs> Peyton Flanders. It like, seems like some sort of dumb uh, name generator. Yeah. She has, he has, De Mornay's performance recalls the control of Anthony Hopkins lent to his monstrous Dr. Hannibal Lecter in The Ooh, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. That's a pretty good comparison. It is a good comparison. Um, we do have the uh, also the advertisement there for the Muse Italian Supper Club in Muse, PA. They have a spaghetti and tripe dinner on Sunday. <laughs> um, members and guests only. Oh, so I guess you have to be a member of the Italian club if you want the pri- the tripe dinner for two seventy five. Mm. Okay, that's tripe. Definitely seems like that's not something you could get here in Nashville. I don't know. It's fish, right? No, it's a uh, tripe stomach. I think. Ooh. No, I think it's a delicacy in Italy. I think they're like uh, tripe sandwiches. Like, is it you like just ha- get them from like street vendors? Kind of like haggis. 
I think so. Okay. Well, no, they, they slice it real thin and put it on a sandwich, but... Okay. But yeah, so, yeah, I think it's... Like, it's... An, like an MLT? <laughs> <laughs> and the ice skating rink has date night on Wednesdays. Aww. So. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. In 1992, I bet they have some good music to skate to. Yeah, but not much in the Observer Reporter. What I did find, the May issue of Vanity Fair. Okay. Okay, so we have on the cover is Ivana Trump. Oh, man. I mean, who would have thought? And then on the opposite page of Ivana Trump is what Hillary wants with Ms. Hillary Clinton. There we go. Like I said, um, and that'll be... Is she secretary or senator? What's the most... How do you refer to her? Would she be secretary or senator? What's what's the more senior position there? Um, I think secretary of state. Yes, yeah, so secretary Clinton. Yes. Yeah, so secretary Clinton and Ivana Trump right next to each other. That's crazy. If anybody knew in 1992 May I what mean, that would mean, I but I'm sure they ran in the same circles at that time. Um, I I mean Bill Clinton and Trump probably had some similar views on some similar things at the time too, but. I mean, like I said, I and I I'll put, that'll be part of our Instagram post for this episode. Um, I definitely think I couldn't find anything that delved into Rebecca De Mornay's creative process, but I definitely think she was honing a little uh, Hillary Clinton vibe oh, the, in terms of her look. Yeah, absolutely. so I, I definitely think I've got some side by sides that really support that. So there's an interview with uh, director Quentin Tarantino as he is. Uh, Apparently 19 years old at the time. Oh, my gosh. The first time he'd ever seen snow was going to Sundance Film Festival. <laughs> the wow. first time he'd ever left the country was going to Cannes. Wow. He, had, he, he would... had a movie at Sundance and a Cannes at 19? Yeah, the Reservoir Dogs. Oh, wow. That was, wow. I guess he so. He said he was busy on work for his new film, Pulp Fiction. Wow. Yeah, he was busy, busy writing it. Hadn't even gotten sold the script. It was or, still in or... his little brain. His big brain. He has a huge head. That's okay. true. He does. He does have a big head and a big mouth. We also have introducing Bullrush, the uh, shock radio jock who's just about to write a book and get a TV show, Rush oh. Limbaugh. Oh, man. So this is amazing, the amount of political force just here. Well, also issue. just the blowhards that are in this <laughs> issue. <laughs> what do you know about Carol Grace? Anything? I don't know anything about Carol Grace. I don't think that doesn't... she's a uh, she's acted in one episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. She was in uh, the sh- uh, the movie Gangster Story. No, she was married to the playwright uh, William Soroyan. No, who uh, Human Comedy has got an Academy Award, Pulitzer Prize uh, for it. I okay. don't know. It, it's I've seen it. I've seen the movie. I haven't read any of. I'm looking through here. There's nothing really we would have read in in high school. Um, they did get divorced after being married for like 20 something years because he found out she was Jewish. And uh, so that's. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And they that's... got married again a few years later and she divorced him like eight days later. She's like, gotcha. Um, she is Truman Capote's uh, inspiration for Holly Golightly. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess they were friends. And yeah, the, the Breakfast at Tiffany's is written sort of about her. Interesting. Okay. And she was married to, I don't know if you can see back there on the chaise, she was married to Walter Matthau for the last 20 years of his life. Wow. That's really interesting. 
I would love to read more on her then because that's it sounds like she's kind of a fascinating character. Yeah, I, I definitely that I think that's she's my this is my uh, fact of the episode is learning I had never even heard of her. No. And she definitely seems like, you know, we're we're a podcast that appreciates a lady that kind of breaks the mold. For sure. And she definitely seems like my kind of guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. Did you find anything in print that you had any sort of thoughts about? Well, not really print of the time, but just kind of some some facts about the film. I know that you said that you found the origin, which I'll let you kind of go into that, of where the hand that rocks the cradle comes from. I just found the poem. Uh, it is a poem by William Ross Wallace uh, about being about motherhood. Pretty, It's kind of beautiful, but not really being parents ourselves. I don't know how much, you know. It really speaks to me, but it's kind of beautiful. What'd you find out? Um, so the role of Michael Bartell um, could have been either Kevin Spacey okay, or Richard E. Grant, which is not a handsome looking, like romantic kind of lead at all. So that could have been interesting. But I think my major favorite thing is that Rebecca De Mornay signed up after seeking for a darker role after she lost the part of Hook's Tinkerbell to Julia Roberts. Really? Yes. Oh, we were just talking about Hook. Yes, yes. So I think Rebecca De Mornay as Tinkerbell oh my would be goodness. so different. I mean, Tinkerbell can be a dark character. I really thought that Julia True. Roberts played her maybe a little too... She was pretty light because, I mean, yeah, you got her dying... Um, but I always wonder a little bit. But she's jealous. She's exactly. Tinkerbell is. We didn't is, get any of that from the character. And, you know, Peter's been gone for however many years. We, we didn't get any of that in Hook. You know? She didn't. No, she wasn't as resentful as she should have been. She could have really played that very differently. Because, yeah, she she basically almost dies of jealousy. I think she's just like kind of the original drama queen, honestly. <laughs> which Rebecca DeMornay really took that jealousy vibe that she was channeling. And oh, yeah. really, oh, yeah. really fit that in here. Can I just say Hook? really screws with tone i mean they're like food fighting with neon food and then one of the kids gets stabbed like let's come yeah, on you can't it's fight lot. off pirates with marshmallows and then somebody gets stabbed it just doesn't work so uh, alternate versions of the movie um emma bartell so the little girl gets caught in the greenhouse trap but survives huh. um and then uh marlene is killed by um, her car exploding due to a cigarette situation. Oh, okay. So they kind of play on that. I think I briefly looked into Madeline Zima, the little girl. Mm -hmm. and I think that she is dating David Duchovny in a, in a season of Californication, which is icky. Possibly, yeah. She, I mean, I've seen her around as, a, as an older actress. Um, Pirates of Penzance. We talked about that. That, you know, I knew a lot about that. We talked a lot about it. And I've kind of forgot. So it's Gilbert and Sullivan opera. Um, so it's not really a musical. It's truly an opera. Oh, okay. Um, so in seeing it, that's it, it can present like a musical, but it, it does feel much more operatic in the way that it's presented. But it also has a plot where um, two of the characters are switched as at birth by a nanny. Which I'd forgotten. Really? Yes. Uh, I'd see. I don't think I. Th I saw the pirate movie since then, but I don't think I've seen the Pirates of the Penzance since I was seven or eight, and I don't think I cared because it was just a bunch of people singing songs that I didn't really care about. 
Right. I kind of, I totally forgot about it. And so in the musical that I remember seeing, the nanny is played by Angela Lansbury. <gasps> oh, yay. Yay, yay, yay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that that was, even. we talked about how smart they really thought they were being. Oh, they thought by they were doing Oh, man. That had so, it went like deep, 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 deep. levels. In the levels. Levels, levels, Angela levels. Angela Lansbury when she's not adorable. I mean, I don't know if you've seen The Last Unicorn. Yes. I, that she plays Mommy Fortuna in that or in um, – didn't she have a run on Off-Broadway or London or somewhere in uh, Sweeney Todd? She did. She was also in the original um, Manchurian Candidate. Okay. She's like the – she caught – like she's the one who kind of plays – it's her son that she like – sets up oh man she's oh, like man. a totally evil character in i that. love seeing her not as just adorable grandma yes and if you're vacationing and angela lansbury is there run run away run. <laughs> you are not want to be there no you don't there's murder afoot like 26 times a year there's she's... there's a whole like back story whatever that they really think that actually she's a a serial killer. It seems like a side pod. We could do another podcast about going back through murder. She wrote. Oh my uh, gosh. We have to look and see if, if there isn't one. We're totally doing it. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> and then also, sorry, uh, true come obsessed. TMing your TM, TM, TM. But, um, and then also you talked about the different, you know, them doing the syndication of, of different review articles, but Gene Siskel agreed with me. That he found it really unrealistic and distasteful that the casual way in which the nanny is hired by the mother earlier in the movie. Um, yeah, that's I agree with him wholeheartedly. Okay, so before Clitters 3, you are what they eat. Um, <laughs> okay, so completely off topic, but I mean, is there a better adult parody title for, for Critters than Clitters? Clitters. <laughs> you are what they eat than Clitters 3, you are what they eat? Congratulations. I mean, it's an accident. <laughs> I just might be a genius in my sleep. I don't know. You might be, or you might just be a unrealized talent as a porn director. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry you never get to live that dream and come up with all your fun titles. Uh, I guess we'll just have to... Living in a world of puns. <laughs> I guess we're not going to get to go upstairs and, and, and start trying tomorrow, are we? No. All right. All right. Um, so Jenny's even better than my clitters was setting up the brain crazy. <laughs> right. Uh, setting up the brain crazy, from what I can tell, has never been said in the English language before <laughs> that moment. So you own it, babe. All right. There we go. It's mine. There is a, what claims to be a brain training app on Android. That's a bunch of games that supposedly like, increases your neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's not developed natively in English. Uh, when you do complete one of the challenges, it says, you very smartly. <laughs> <laughs> like, all our base are belong to us. Um, taking forever to die in a movie. Okay. You spent an inordinate amount of time researching this. I, well, I've, and not even just that. I've been thinking about it randomly ever since we recorded it. And I just, like, feel like there's something burned into my brain and I can't quite access it. And the closest thing I can come up with, I went through, like, you know, a bunch of clip clip articles and you know because obviously it's a trope where you know there's a character that won't die and a lot of different things i mean john mcclain um you know i think there's uh there's just a bunch obviously but in terms of it playing for laughs 
The only thing that I could find, and this must be it, was Austin Powers, The Spy That Shagged Me. Um, you know, you've got, uh, I think the character's name is Robin Swallows. I don't remember what the actor... Actually, the actress, I recognize her. I don't feel like she, like, she's also in my Big Fat Greek Wedding. She's, like, one of the, the sisters, like, Nikki or something. There's, like, Nick, Nick, Nikki and and all of that. But um, she she's, like, a, a, she's a spy who's trying to trap him. And she gets stabbed and shot and shot with a bazooka. And they go out the window and he uses her as a human shield to break his fall. And she still doesn't die. And he does say, like, like why won't you die? Um, but I swear in my brain, there's some movie, and I'm going to find it if it exists. Um, I will, I will hold, I will hold myself to that of a kid saying it, um, you know, in a in a like funny but like you know, some sort of kid movie sort of way. So I will find it if it if it's out there. I mean, maybe just, Monster Squad or something like that. I don't or know. Completely different. I don't or? know Monster Squad to, okay. to for okay. it to be something that sticks in my brain like that. All right, so the last thing I have is Mythbusters. Okay. Okay, Mythbusters has done Falling pla- uh, Pain of Glass. Mm-hmm. And Falling Pain of Glass that is a standard glass mm-hmm. could absolutely chop somebody in half. But that's okay. a whole pain. Well, those would have been... I mean, I don't know how Greenhouse is split up, but they were big... I mean, they had big like, windows that, that, that seemed like... But they broke. They didn't come out of their pain and fall straight down. Straight down, right. They would have fallen. They were, it was shards that were coming down. Right, that's true. That's true, because it hit, and the, the impact of the hit would have made them break and fall. Yeah. Because what they also learned was that if you did use tempered glass, that it would shatter, but it would probably break bones when it when it fell on somebody. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's still more impact than I would have thought. But that's also a, a panel falling whole... And then falling onto somebody. Okay. What we see in this is as soon as they come down, the glass immediately shatters. Yes. Um, I read uh, some things about construction of greenhouses. Mm-hmm. They actually have greenhouse glass. It is a double pane temper glass. It is specifically built to where if it does break, it won't damage your plants. So let alone won't kill you dead. <laughs> it is. It, it breaks in a way. It shatters in a it's way. It's like one of those that like shatters into like little like, into, like rounded pieces. pieces. And, yeah, yeah. It, it won't damage your plants. So that's okay. greenhouse glass so, will not bum, damage bum, your plants. But like one of the pivotal moments of this movie is busted. I mean, maybe she's going and getting like an old greenhouse from the botanical gardens that they're not using anymore. Maybe it's using old weird glass. I'd but. Even then, it it is le- less likely, much less likely. I agree. Like I wanted to see that like bloody battle so bad. There would have been so much hair pulling, so many scrunchies that would have been pulling out. And f- she had a knife. She was using the knife seductively. Like, but it was a paring knife. I mean, if you if you caught someone surprised and you like stab 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 stab, you could do some work. But it's still a paring knife. It was 1992. You stick someone, they're dead. Nobody nobody was That's into true, true crime well, back then. Nobody- I mean, okay, this is true. Like greenhouse glass falls and you're dead. I mean, same thing. <laughs> but for real, wouldn't you like to see like all that? Like they're they're both have their hair like just just painfully pulled back they're both wearing like sensible flats like in pearls i want to see it all flying <laughs> and just like losing all the composure yes i mean people still thought karate worked in 1992 <laughs> <laughs> which is the saddest moment of my life the first time i saw a ufc and i thought this is interesting it looks kind of fake 
doesn't look anywhere near as real as wrestling looks. But (laughs) (laughs) and then like realizing a couple of little bit later, like, oh, like karate's not real. Like, oh, it's so sad. (laughs) Like we dressed up like Donnie. Lawrence last Johnny, night. Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence last night. Yes, we did. We were different. We were different aspects of Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, and and still, like, it's, it's still doing that, but like karate isn't real. That's kind of sad. I'm sorry. All right, uh, and then the impaling fence. Okay. Yeah. So doing the math, if we assume a spherical person falling, which. You can't really assume a person is spherical, but that's what we do in engineering. <laughs> right. Um, looking at the force vectors, looking at the materials density of the fence, uh, it assuming the person has a uniform density all throughout, they don't have bones or squishy bits or whatever. It is theoretically possible for somebody to be impaled falling on a wooden fence if like that. So okay, theoretically possible. Now. Looking at the force vectors, I didn't have the exact measurements. So looking at the force vectors, I'm not sure if I was, you know, my assumptions were correct. Theoretically possible, but extraordinarily unlikely. She probably would have just broken the fence sideways. Yeah, that makes more sense. But then again, take, that's also taking into account a spherical person and and no bones or squishy bits. If you miss a bone and just hit the squishy bits, it's... you hit. I mean, you hit the right thing, but she didn't like. She had like instant impact, instant, instant death that we saw. It wasn't like hit something and bleed out or anything like that. I mean, I did find one news article of somebody impaled by a white picket fence, but it was actually a white picket fence that fell off of a truck while she was driving. uh, So a definitely final destination situation. Yeah. She did survive. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was talking to someone just two days ago um, and I was like, oh, how's your week been? Like, well, you know, pretty normal, except for that a brick flew through my window, like through my front like I was driving through my front window and through my back window. I was not driving over an overpass. No one can figure out where it came from or how, but like it went straight through. Like that's not normal at all. No, and if she that was, happens to me, that's that's what I'm doing this year. Right, and she was just like, "Yeah, you know, it's crazy." I was like, "What? Wait, wait, wait! Time out! Time out!" You have to tell me everything about this. Like you have known so many people in your lifetime that tell you something casually, that just record scratch, like. Affects every conversation that we have, the two of us, for the next month. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> you well, know. you know, I mean, they they're, they bounce back. I don't know. Or they're just still in absolute shock and have not <laughs> dealt with it. But yeah, that, that was sorry. That was just that came up this week. That's like not planned. I just remembered that as you as you said that. Yes. So I'm I'm done. I got nothing left. Sorry, it's a little bit of a short one, guys. But uh yeah, this was a fun one. So um, we were so in nostalgia mode that it was really tough. We're just we were just living in another time, living in '92 in in Hermitage, and just it was great. And I mean, this movie was fantastic too. So it's not like like oh, writing like all these notes is like what the heck? Like I was <laughs> crazy. Like I can't believe that. Da, 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 da. I mean, it was just, it was very compelling. It really held. You know, I I highly recommend it. It it. it see it it's it's suspenseful and it it really if you has have a new baby maybe sit it out for yeah, a couple maybe, of years maybe like hold off but um so ha- october we have a, a third or a fifth sunday a fifth sunday in october which will be halloween 
Um, and we are going to give you something special. Um, it is TBD slash surprise. Like what kind of spooky spookiness is going to be? Um, we haven't we we've got several several things that are on the on the the that we have as ideas the possibilities, but we have not found. We haven't decided what the perfect one is. We haven't recorded it yet, and time is running out. Exactly. So, <laughs> so this is real time. Jenny just saying that really commits us to doing this something is, very soon. This is true. <laughs> so. um, I have. So that's how deadlines get made. All right. <laughs> All right, boss lady. <laughs> Well, guys, we gotta we gotta wrap this thing up now because we gotta go <laughs> start watching a movie. Apparently, all right. <laughs> I was gonna maybe take a week off, but all right. Well, we have to. It's Halloween. Like Halloween, I know, it's our favorite is... day of the year. We could take it as a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are the next day. We don't have any place we have to be. All right. So, all right. Um, but yeah. So I hope it may get... drop a little later on Sunday. Maybe so. Maybe so. We might drop Halloween night. Um, sorry, that was like Count Chocula or <laughs> <laughs> one, ha, 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 two, a- Sesame Street. Anyway. That count really should have been in the Vampiric Council. In- oh my gosh, that would have been hilarious. This is, what I know we're the going to complete aside, but that would have been so funny. I mean, the fact that they got Wesley Snipes was pretty big. That was amazing. If they could have had... That if they could have had the count or, been, or count chocula or just, just one of the cartoons. One cartoon count. That would have been hilarious. If you have not watched what we do in the shadows, get on it. Absolute must. It is hilarious. There's a movie. Movie's great. Um it is oh, and you're gonna have to save it. It's I never say it right because I always like trip myself up and think Yes, thank you. I think you. the thing with Polynesian languages is you just say every letter. No, I just have such a, like, now I have so much fear about it because I always think it and say it wrong. It doesn't come out of my mouth right. And I'll, and so it's Jermaine Clement. So, you know, if you're a fan of the Flight of the Concords and that, like, you know, just we drive. at the historic Ryman Auditorium. Amazing. They closed with a probably 15-minute acapella sugar lumps. <laughs> just... All the ladies talking about my sugar lumps. It's so it good. It's beautiful. So if you love that kind of dry New Zealand type of humor, um, it's that meets vampires, meets kind of a mockumentary, slightly office style, and it's roommates. Like they're vampire roommates. So they're vampires of all, lots of different eras. So there's the movie and there's also a TV show that is on FF. FFX, mm. FXX. Nobody knows what anything's on. Just stream it. I, right, right. It's on Hulu. Just say it into your remote and you'll figure you, it it'll, out. It'll find it for you. And so it's a little different characters, but they come back too. But yes. Um, so they, you, you get to experience all the different vampire myths, with if you Paul will. Paul Rubens in it? Yes. He was, yeah, he huh? was. He was. Um, yeah, it was, it, it's hilarious. Um, you'll, you'll thank us. Anyway, so you know a little bit of a little bit of a Halloween humor recommendation. Yes, yes. So check that out. So yes, we will see you Halloween night. Um, be there, be spooky. Um, have a great week, and we will talk soon. Thanks so much for checking us out. Um, follow us on Instagram at Forbidden Cinema on Instagram, and send us an email. Tell us your stories, all the scary stuff that you wanted to see or couldn't see um, at Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail All right, guys, our kitten that wreaked havoc a few weeks ago has slept on the couch next to Jenny for this entire episode. It's making me feel like a proud father.
It's pretty adorable. All right. All right, guys. Well, uh, Jenny said all the stuff. She gave all the plugs. So later. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.